I hate to tell you this, but the commute from my office to my kitchen is six seconds. Truly, I timed it. So don't hate me if you're listening to this on your commute and it's longer than six seconds. I mean, at least you have time to listen to podcasts. I can't get a lot of podcasts listening in in only six seconds. Offices and getting to them are for the birds. I know we used to have a big fancy office with grown up furniture and a lobby and a receptionist and desk phones and the like, server, copier, everything. I thought it was necessary. I thought it was what you needed to do to be taken seriously as an agency. One of the costs of doing business. And did it ever have costs? Not only the rent and utilities and furniture, but making sure it was presentable for clients and personal and comfortable for the team. Not to mention the up and down of the thermostat, which drove me nuts. When the economy took a downward spiral, we had to look at all of our expenses, including the big fancy office space, and decide what could go. We made a decision to work remotely for a year, save some money, and then gather back together. That was eight years ago. <laughs> so this week on the Spin Sucks podcast, we're going to talk about virtual organizations and how to arrange them. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back, everyone. So, virtual organizations. They have skyrocketed in popularity in the last decade, both for owners and, in for, and for employees. What's not to love? Except some people think brick and mortar offices are something serious businesses have, and you must be working in your mom's basement eating Cheetos and drinking Dr. Pepper if you work from home. There also are concerns about not knowing what your team is doing and whether or not they're slacking off and wasting time. We've actually found pretty much of all of that is completely ungrounded, although some of us may work in our basements and eat Cheetos and drink Dr. Pepper. No one cares if you work from home as long as you deliver results and are accessible. Well, almost no one cares. We did have a new business prospect back in the day who couldn't believe I was running a multi-million dollar business with no commute and not sitting in an office next to my team. She truly thought I was lying. To be fair, it was an easy way for me to say not an ideal client for us, but I wasn't lying. I promise. <laughs> Plus, we saved a ton, a ton of money on not having office space. But you know what is even better than saving money? Cutting way down on the stress. Once we went virtual, I didn't care when my team clocked in or out or took lunch or exercised in the middle of the day or if the dishes were piling up in the kitchen or what the temperature of the office was. In an office, you have to be aware of those things. You are aware of those things. But in a virtual organization, all you care about is results. People get things done, they get results, and they're far more productive, truly. Trust has been one of the biggest benefits for me, and I think it is for the majority of virtual business owners. When you give your colleagues trust, when you respect their professionalism and that they will do what they say they will do, you see amazing results. All told, productivity is way up. My team has the flexibility to spend time with their families and pursue passions, and we all get to work when we work best. I love it. But how do we stay connected, plan the work that needs to get done, and track progress on projects without sharing a physical space? It's mostly technology. I have meetings with my direct reports weekly, a weekly meeting with my leadership team, and a monthly meeting with the entire organization. This is when we review priorities, discuss goals, and update against results. 
These meetings are critical and aren't run any differently than they would be in person. The only difference is some people show up in ball caps or hats and yoga pants or shorts. This allows us to measure people and the organization against how we're progressing toward goals. By keeping our goals and what we're doing to reach them front and center every week, we know very quickly if something is going off the rails and we can address it right away. Contrasting this to when we had an office space, we had constant access to one another, so we weren't as focused. Also, and I'm sure some of you can relate to this, we found we were texting or instant messaging one another from the office next door versus getting our butts out of our chairs to talk face-to-face. If you're not going to talk face-to-face when you're in the same space, why spend the money on the offices? Of course, nothing replaces face-to-face, which is why we have all of our meetings on Zoom, which is a digital meeting room platform. If you don't know it, check it out. It's amazing. It's great video chat. It records in HD. It's amazing. I'm not paid to say that. I actually do love it. This allows us to stay focused as if we were in the same room and we can record calls for reference and internal training. We use CoSchedule for project management, planning, and execution, QuickBooks for time tracking and invoicing, Slack for quick conversations, our virtual water cooler, sharing updates, and our daily check-ins, and Google Drive for document sharing and collaboration. There are some challenges, of course. Some of my team tends to be more extroverted and they miss the energy of the office, but not enough that they want to make a two-hour commute to downtown Chicago every day. They also like their six-second commute. So I asked them why that is and what they love about working virtually. Here's what they had to say. For the past 25 years, I have been working from an office that has basically strapped me to my desk day in and day out, working eight to five or whatever. Now with the ability to be able to work from home, it's given me some flexibility. One, I avoid the commute to my office day in and day out, which I don't have to pay for the trains. And I was going out to lunch each and every day. So it's cut back on cost with lunches. It's been cutting back on cost for the trains. And it's also been cutting back on wear and tear on my car. So that has been great. Also, there has been less distractions day in and day out when I don't have coworkers coming up and asking me a bunch of different questions. So it allows me to stay focused and I can concentrate on the day-to-day tasks that I need to do. And the last piece is that overall, it's given me more family time to be able to take my kids to school. And after they get home, I can get out of my desk right around the dinner hour and spend more time with them as opposed to having to worry about all the commute time, trying to get home from the office as well. Working for a virtual organization is such a game changer. It allows me to work more productively and effectively because I can work on a time schedule that works best for me and in an environment that's most conducive to my productivity. So it creates a situation that everyone can be their most creative, their most productive, and really create a work environment that works best for them. It also helps us create a team that's extremely self-motivated, takes ownership, and is proactive in everything they do. People that aren't like that don't do well in a virtual organization, so they quickly show themselves and fall away. So it creates a team of people that all really are excited about working for our organization and want to put in the work to make everyone successful. 
Hi, everyone. Martin here. Ginny asked us to share our thoughts about what it's like to work for a virtual organization like Spin Sucks. And honestly, I think I can sum it up in three words. I love it. I really do. And now, as someone who's spent the bulk of my career going to and from an office, and I like that a lot too, the notion of working virtually or remotely or from my home surprised me. But once you find your routine and everyone's got to find their own, there's this sense of freedom that you can do things whenever you need to get them done. And I also like being a little bit out of sync with the world because that helps give me a new perspective on things. One of the things I do miss a little are some of the social interactions. And I'm able to make up for that one. We have a lot of meetings using video chat, but I also teach and getting in front of students and interacting with students is a way of helping me feel like I'm staying in touch with people when I go back home to do the rest of my work. Another thing is, believe it or not, I do dress up for work the way I would to go to an office just to say, hey, I'm here, this is my work, and I am ready for it. Of course, the best part is that I can live in Toronto and work with Ginny and her team wherever I am. Of course, if Ginny did decide to relocate to California with a more traditional office, well, I would probably consider that too. Thanks. Hi, Ginny. It's Whitney. You asked me why I like to work virtually. There's a couple reasons. A, I'm really introverted, actually, and being around people all the time is actually kind of stressful. So for me going to an office, by the end of the day, I would really just want to come home and not talk to anybody, which was not fair to my family. And secondly, I love the freedom that working virtually gives me. And I can work from, you know, my car while I'm in car line to pick up my daughter and go to the library and go to a coffee shop. And it just, I love the freedom that working virtually allows. Have you ever worked virtually? Do you now? Do you want to? Find us on Twitter at SpinSucks or join the community and get to know the team you just heard from at SpinSucks.com slash Spin hyphen Sucks hyphen community. That's SpinSucks.com slash Spin hyphen Sucks hyphen community. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 